0: Hello dear friends and welcome to Wellness Spring. And welcome to Anu Krishna. She is a beautiful creative goddess and I'm so happy that our dear friend Tanya Castillo introduced us.
1: Hi. Hello, each one of you. So I'm so happy Beverly to be a part of this. And I thank Tanya, a common friend for introducing us and getting us together. I'm so excited to be here. I can't even tell
0: you. Thank you. And for those who don't know Anu Krishna, as I mentioned, she truly is a creative goddess, a manifester. She is a mind coach, NLP trainer, Co founder of Unfear Changemakers and The Soulful Exploration. She's also the author of The Secret of Life, Decoding Happiness, which won an award in the Best Nonfiction category in 2020. And she also has awards for being the exceptional woman of excellence at the Global Annual Conference of Women. Economic Forum in 2018, and Shishaka Ratna Award that recognizes teachers, trainers, and coaches. Anu has also published, had her works published in Indian and international research. And these, dear listeners, are only a very few of her amazing achievements. So Anu, could you please tell our listeners a bit about your background and what led you to being the exceptional woman you are today? Maybe let us know about your family and your upbringing, your education and so forth. I know, thank you so much,
1: Beverly. Nobody asks about family or our background, right? It's so much the professional achievements that we all focus on so it's very nice very heartwarming because yesterday who I am is some total of all the people who are standing behind me 100% like a rock so um exceptional women I'm going to tell each woman out there each one of you is so exceptional without a doubt so know that that you know you're loved and there's so much that you can come up with So yes, my background, I started out to be an accountant, okay, I was staring at spreadsheets. I just couldn't do it. One day I just said, no, this isn't me. But I hadn't quite figured out what I'm going to be doing. But I just knew that was not for me. It wasn't my calling. I did it, paid my bills, all that was fine, but there was a huge part that was missing. Sometime way back in 2003 is when NLP happened in India. It started to gain that momentum in 2003. And I got so intrigued that, wow, mind sciences is something which it starts to empower me. So I said, if it can empower me, it could empower so many of us. So I started to go deeper and deeper into it. And that's how today when I put the tag of an NLP trainer, it's consistently going deeper into it. So that I could serve in the manner that I can. I, that, that's the motto. That's the mantra that I live for every single day. So that's how mind sciences, neurosciences, that's how it started to happen to me. And well, uh, nothing ever happens without the support of your family and friends, right? So I have a very, very beautiful family. Uh, well, Krishna is my last name. So I've taken on my husband's name. So he's uh, well in the software world, nothing to do. We are just like poles apart, not not pole and south pole, which is possibly why things even work. We have our arguments, let me tell you, because he is so, so logical. I am pretty abstract, (laughs) pretty Mm -hmm. much. And we have two wonderful daughters. We've been married for uh, 24 years now. We have two beautiful daughters. And uh, so the older one is growing up. and mean, to be a journalist. The younger one is in grade 12. They are my pillar. And along with that, I've got beautiful extended family support. Very close friends. I hold my close friends close to my heart. They nourish me. They really nourish me. So today... If we are talking about achievements, what you read, I honestly am not being just humble or, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, play it down. But honestly, it is required uh, to have so many people behind you to just say, you know what, just go ahead, we believe you. That's what I hear from them every single day. Move, we believe you. That's what's got me to what it is now. Today, what I do in my profession as a mind coach, when I'm coaching or I'm running both my companies, it is one, the support of these loved ones and the eternal gratitude, the grace of the divine that shines on me every day. So that's that, That's the only thing that I want to say.
0: That's amazing. And you touched on a few um, vital points there. One about how important friends are and friends are like family, you know, where we can belong to various groups. And it's all about that heart connection, because when we do something we love and usually when we're with friends, we're happy. Or if we're in um, any type of group, it could be a knitting group, sewing group. Netball group, you know, <laughs> we, we really connect on a soul level. And um, I know when we spoke last week, you told me that you had an arranged marriage and... <laughs> you thought that the divine couldn't have made a a much better choice even if you are North and South Pole. So what was that like? Tell us about your customs and also about your parents, what they do, and your siblings. Well,
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. arranged marriage, yes, we're talking about something which is almost, uh, you know, 20, 25 years, right, back, I mean, not that my parents were averse towards uh, a love marriage. I mean, I, I'm sure they would have trusted me. Uh, but somehow, I think, I, I do believe in divine timing for everything, okay? I, I may sound very cliche, but I do believe there is someone out there for you, okay? God's going to find his, uh, you know, uh, that person is going to find, and the divine is going to intervene at the right time, so... And I'm someone who I, I take my decisions very quickly and then, you know, say, okay, now I'm going to make them right. If it feels right, I know it's right for me. So I'm not going to overprocess things. I will just go ahead. And that's how we had arranged marriage. So when we met, I said, on the first meeting, I know a lot of people find it really hard, especially my friends from the Western world. One meeting? Are you crazy? But I said, I, 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 my soul, whatever it needed to feel at that point of time, felt it. And it was as easy as that, right? And then you just learn to love the person, which is not difficult, because love is just something that we automated with, right? It's love energy something that you're filled with. So, of course, we've had our chunks of, you know, our down moments. It happens when you're just polar opposites. But I guess it's at the end of the day, it comes to the core values, which is family, which is love, which is trust, which is honesty. And that is what we still strive to, even if there is something as a marker, you know, being being in the coach, uh, you know, more I keep saying, you know, let's keep reevaluating this, uh, you know, at least every couple of months to see if we need to be working on something because after 20, 25 years, you know, there are things that you start taking each other for granted. So that's how the arranged marriage happened. And um, my parents or my extended family, we all live in the same city. That happened during the pandemic. (laughs) I don't know how everybody was just living in different cities. And, you know, I used to keep wondering it. Because in India, we still have these uh, customs of uh, taking care of your parents when you're growing old. Right. And that's something I've always wanted to be. So in India, it's that the son will take care of his parents but it's just me and my sibling we're we're two we're two girls right so it also you know constantly used to worry my parents who's going to look after us we don't have sons so i mean things have changed now i mean even uh, girls come forward their family their uh, husband and you know sides of the family also you know support them in these things and it's beautiful so today we're all in one city my sisters, you know, my sibling, she's a wonderful uh, writer. She writes for periodicals and, you know, even in fact, uh, she's, I mean, I keep saying you're bubbling with energy and potential. I mean, you got to start writing your book. So this year I'm going to make sure she's going to invest a lot of time in bringing her book out. So that's uh, a little bit about my family.
0: <laughs> oh, fantastic. And I know that you wrote your book in the first lockdown. So I would like to know who or what inspired you because it's a powerful book, The Secret of Life, Decoding Happiness on Mental Health and Self-Coaching focuses on the awareness in each areas of our lives and what we're stuck on and the challenges. And I know you offer practical tools to overcome these challenges and which obviously lead to an inner transformation. And I think with the pandemic, it's been such a wonderful opportunity for all of us to stop, slow down and look within. And I know, um, yeah, I don't want to give too much away now, but if you could please share what um, or who motivated you and inspired you.
1: So it, it, it's it's so funny that you asked me this. You know, when the pandemic started, like most of us, I did panic. Let me tell you. Okay. Because for me, my professional life was more about being on stage, training, facing the live audience. Suddenly I thought that everything had come to a standstill. And I was, I know I struggled, uh, you know, for a week. I I told my family members, you know, what? Do not come anywhere close to me. You know, I'm going to be this jungle cat because I was angry. I didn't know how to process it. But soon, I think that pause was necessary for me because the things that I had been procrastinating, literally procrastinating, because this idea of the book started sometime in 2017. I had pushed it saying, you know what? I'm so busy. Who's got the time? It goes through rounds of editing. I can't, I'm too exhausted. You know, I, I did make up all those excuses and they all seemed right at that point of time. Suddenly, I saw that there were no more excuses, right? We did have time, right? We, we were homebound. Everybody was sitting at home. And fortunately, unfortunately, I don't know. I happened to mention it to my co-founder at the Social Exploration in DC. And I told him, you know what? I have been harboring this desire to write a book. The next morning, you know what happened? I had a schedule waiting for me. You won't believe it. And I said, what is this? He said, this is a schedule. This is how you're going to finish your book. I said, no way I'm going to be doing this. He said, you have no choice. So it started with that, with DC pushing me. And he said, every day, this is how you're going to go. You have no choice. You're going to do it. And because it was co-authored, okay, and I'm going to tell all of you that the co-author is none other than my daughter, my older one, who is actually studying to be a journalist. she has been under you know uh, my guidance for um, uh, NLP for almost 10 years now. So when I just sounded this out, she said, "I know what it is." So she took on the fiction part because she articulates very well, and I said, I'll take on the coaching part." So I had to get her under the schedule and I know we've had our mother daughter moments, you know what it is to have a 20 year old, you know, (laughs) rebel, do her things. Honestly, it was, it was DC motivating me every single day, like a rock at home. It was my family, Krishna, my husband. I mean, every endless cups of tea and, you know, it would be like, we finished the book in a record time of 21 days. I'm not kidding. It was 21 days. It was, and honestly, again, I will, uh, again, it, it, it may sound, I don't know, cliche or it may sound very funny, but I didn't, there was no effort. Beverly, there was no effort. I felt it was all downloaded from my consciousness. I don't know how this sounds to the audience, but I feel it was all there. I just had to close my eyes. And I said, this is what I want. The words would just flow. I didn't do anything. In fact, when it went for the beta testing and I had a wonderful friend step in to edit it, she said, I can't find a single flaw. What's with you woman, what's going on? Have you already edited it? I said, no, this is the first cut. So that's how it happened. So here's the book. I don't know whether you can see it. It's a, a bit... Can I just, I'm just going to take this off, my background off, possibly. Let me do that. I don't know. It's Okay. You know what? I'm just going to last... I'll just take off the background and maybe I can, you know, show the book. So that's how the book uh, happened. So... And, um, and Beverly, if you, you know, if the world wants to know, easy book. I'm not selling it to you, but I am selling it to you. It needed to come out in the pandemic, not for any other reason, because the number of pro bono sessions that I had begun to do at that point of time, with people wanting to take their lives, reach the end of their, you know, uh, they were desperate. And I said, if I don't do this now, I'm never going to do it. I'll, I'll have, you know, another excuse for why I shouldn't be writing the book. So let this pandemic be the reason why I brought the book out. So that's what fired me. It's completely filled with do-it-yourself it's a good reality check a good self-coaching especially in india not a lot many people or the third world countries people can't afford coaching it's it's not possible by everyone to be able to pay a therapist pay a coach right so this is not just for people but let's say you are stuck with something please get the book please do it sorry if i'm pitching for it But it's not for me, it's for you, it's for each one of you.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to reading it. And I've had many people have told me how wonderful it is. So that's good. And you mentioned there it is, ladies and gentlemen, The Secret of Life and a fabulous cover. You're truly an inspiration because I think lots of us, including myself, suffer with procrastination. So it's really good that your want during that time was so big. It was not about yourself. It was about being of service to humanity and especially people in the Global South countries, like you said, that can't serve a coach. And I think, you know, this is where people are heading today of being of service. So I, I'll be calling you for your pro- procrastination tips uh, to stop them after this call, unless you want to share any now. Otherwise, yeah. I could, I could, it's lovely.
1: I mean, we are going to be filled with uncertainties, the risk of sounding preachy here, guys, but uncertainties are part of our very existence, our earthly time, right? And um, when I truly understood what surrender meant, uh, of that thing of letting go suddenly it, it starts to make sense why I would procrastinate why would my clients procrastinate it? it's the fear of failure it's a fear of rejection it's the fear of embarrassment fear of being a very man-made concept in the mind or you know human being the way we keep explaining things out to ourselves then there's the confirmation bias I don't do this because of this and it seems true and the number of times you tell yourself that it's going to be even more true it gets so cemented in, in, in us but if you give yourself the one reason as to why you should do something okay and make that reason so compelling beyond yourself and that's what I, I at least I try it's a very humble effort every day you know when I wake up from bed or when I write my book or when I'm coaching make the why larger than you, much bigger than you. So when I start to attach it to my higher purpose, my calling saying, I wake up this morning because God gives me an opportunity, the divine creates an opportunity for me to impact more people, to smile and take them to a better place. Suddenly, the why becomes so, more, so much more meaningful. There is no room for procrastination. And then that's the bigger the why. And then how do you execute it? Start to put down mini goals. We need to have, I know there's a bigger goal always, right? And that can be very intimidating. But start to put those mini goals, you know, saying and start with the simplest of things and give yourself a pat on the back. I do this. I would just send an email, right? And I would say, wow, one job done. You know, that's one out of so many. Keep motivating yourself. And like Beverly said, you know, when we do something that we love every day, that's that's inner inspiration. That's your motivation from within. So choose who you speak with <laughs> mm-hmm. every single day. Speak to people who nourish you. It's very important. People who love you, who truly, truly want to see you happy. And do the things that you love every single day. It could be just be gardening. It could be running, could be watching the sunrise or the sunset. Somehow these are small things that I do every day. We all have our down moments. But believe me, there is no excuse for procrastination because you will be keeping yourself, your uniqueness, your greatness from the world. So when is the world going to see your greatness? Start now.
0: Now is the only truth. Now is the only moment that's true for us. (laughs) I totally agree. And I will be taking your advice. And... um, you mentioned your partner, I know when we ch- chatted last time, Dipanka Malik, and that was an amazing story as well. So would you like to share how you met him and tell us about the Soulful exploration as well? Right, so
1: um, I do believe in manifestations thoroughly. I think... It's not about just asking and receiving. Yes, that is one part of it. I know uh, many, you know, uh, people talk about it. Healers talk about it all this time. But I somehow I, I start to believe that what I need is within me. I whatever I want is inside of me. That universe is within me. Through the quote. Coach- part of things I had you know I I, I knew things were beautiful and everything was fine and you know but I said you know what there's something that's missing there's something that's missing I wanted the entire thing to be more holistic and that's why the energy sciences came into play and whenever we start to vibrate at an energy which is larger than us you somehow start to uh, you know encounter people's situations Uh, things that are in that same vibration, right? So that's how in that particular year, I don't even remember, you know, the year, it could be a couple of years back, I don't know, three, four years back, maybe. uh, It was that we connected over LinkedIn. And it was a purely professional and very beautiful contact and things like that. And we are from two different industries. He's from the aviation sector. I'm from, you know, the coaching fraternity. We would just exchange notes on, you know, mind sciences. That, that's how it would be and things like that. You know. And before we knew it, the uh, banker DC said, you know what? I think we should do something together. And I don't know how it is in the Western world, uh, Beverly, but in India, at least, or it could be my belief system, never mix familiarity with business. You know, it could just go all wrong. It, it was possibly a, you know, a, a belief system that it was sticking. I said, no. You know what? I have a good friend in you. You know, you're a good sounding board. You're very, very mature, and you know, I like the, you know, the connection that we share. You know, let's stop at that. But it was. But somehow, you know, if something is meant to be, if you're meant to create bigger things for the planet, I guess things just have to work in a particular way. And that's how the social exploration was born. So I went back and I said, you know what, DC? I think, yes, you know, we call him DC because uh, the rest, uh, the Western world sometimes finds it difficult when you pronounce it so beautifully. So the Dipankar, that's what happens. So uh, not just a good friend, a wonderful business partner, Almost like yin and yang, like I, everyone who knows me will know you know know me closely. I'm someone who is a you know a, a cloud so abstract and I am ideating, creating and that's where the punker comes and saying, you know what I'm gonna pin the cloud down because we have to execute things. So that's uh, the you know if you say the connection that we share, we complement each other in the business. so I ideate, curate the the wellness retreats in the soulful exploration and believe me that's for everyone okay we're talking about holistic wellness and well-being here and we're talking about infusing ancient wisdom from across the world 2000 years back i mean we're constantly researching talking to people and we infuse it with those mind sciences into every single experience in the retreat so even if you're going to be breathing it's going to be some science behind it something dating back so many centuries back, even your cosmic art. So that's how Vipankar and I, uh, you know, are running this company. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. What keeps us motivated
0: again is meeting wonderful people like you, Beverly. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) like you say for the listeners as well Deepanka is also an electrical engineer so they are like chalk and cheese and I guess it complements with you've got someone who takes care of the business side and the tech side and and I know you told him he can take care of the accounts even though you started as an accountant that's hilarious (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I know where my money is going. I'm very, very, you know, very, uh, what to say, uh, astute when it comes to money. But then I said, God's created this opportunity where I have a business partner who's taking care of the entire business side, the legalities, the ch- statutory things. I said, this is a time when I can dip into my own resourcefulness, right? And that's yeah. what I guess each one of us should be doing. So. Yeah, The divine is great. Everything is divine timing.
0: And what was your initial motivation or vision or mission? Because obviously, when you were chatting with Deepanka, something must have stirred inside you because this was a brand new creation. And, you know, I believe it's about um, doing amazing retreats, which used to be live retreats. And do you get other people to join... Top experts and things like that to share their teachings so if you could speak a bit more about that
1: yes thank you for that uh, wonderful question so if i were to go back to that exact moment when we decided okay now that we've decided to do something together what you know but i think it was obvious all along so i said look for me being in this field of coaching for such a long time you know I've been working with people naturally I, I, I go I lean in more towards wanting to be there for people and it's not the I okay it's it's more like how can I be used to another human being and he said it's the same thing I've been in the industry constantly you know doing something that you know doesn't belong you know so it's somehow I think he was already on that spiritual path of wanting to do something bigger than himself and for him, it's about you know how can we create more employment for people, right? Because India is the second largest, uh, uh, you know, most populated nation in the you know in the world, right? So it's constantly there are people who need jobs who who are so qualified. So we said, okay, let's start a company, and let's make it. It's not just a company that's just generating profits, but it's also impacting people in its own you know in its own way. So that's how we started to blend it saying okay wellness now wellness is such a loosely used word that i think people think that just taking a protein shake means wellness okay we i've heard people talk about it that way we say we're going to recreate wellness into something which people start to understand it's from deep within it is you feel well from inside that is wellness and well-being it's not about looking good in the mirror and saying, oh, you don't have my six-pack abs. So I think we wanted to de- redefine that. At the same time, we wanted to also bring in experts like you asked us, to asked me, right? We wanted to bring in experts who understand somebody like Tanya is talking about compassionate breath and we have, Wonderful people from the U.S. who are business coaches who talk about what it is to, uh, you know, uh, when when they're in corporates. How do you actually? How's the mindset when you're in corporates? We have experts addressing the corporate segment, and then we have people. You know, were talking about rust. You know, when you talk about rustic. I mean, India has got such wonderful people, arts and artisans. So we have people who talk about cosmic art. They draw on the, you know, the ground with colors, you know, which is called rangoli and it's a different form of art art and they balance chakras through that you know your chakra healing happens through their art form you know not by by, by looking but he, he, you know this this gentleman can even tell you which chakras you know is uh, is uh imbalanced or is overactive and things like that so we have people conscious music is being coded so we are bringing different people who want to be associated with us in our journey and very beautifully creating it adding the element of uh, The mind sciences and neurosciences into it and presenting it in a format which is so simple. Because people like me, honestly, if I close my eyes, I cannot meditate for too long, but I can be meditative with something that I love. I can meditate when I'm writing, I can meditate when I'm speaking with someone who really loves me, I can meditate when I'm looking at sunrise. So nothing is forced, everything is through what you love. So we wanted to tap into that love energy and say, hey, this is what you might love. Look at this. So That's how we're curating this entire thing. And whenever we feel that, and people are coming to us, experts come to us saying, you know, we want to be associated with you." Yes, please come. We have we have opened the doors. And yes, we are going to, the, the entire mantra is the joy of serving Beverly. We hope to live that uh, mantra every moment. We want to serve. We want to see a more conscious planet, raise the levels of consciousness in a manner that we can. And I think our earthly time, we do want to spend it in doing this being of service to uh, uh, mankind and our ecosystem.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. And um, I'll put your website, the soulful on our um, written information for the show. And um people can contact you there. And it was interesting what you said about, um, you know, the connection and beautiful people. And earlier you talked about how important family is and tradition and in India. And it's lovely to see you wearing your sari, which is really, really beautiful. And in the first um, pandemic, well, the lockdown in France when I was living there, a friend um, sent me a link to join one of Deepak Chopra's meditation groups, and over the years I've been on in and out of Deepak's um, groups, and it just felt right. And what stood out for me was the, one of the questions, one of the tasks was to write a, quest, a letter to your country of origin. And I then went and did loads of research about my history because I felt that really longing because I left um, Wales when I was 23 and I just wanted to um, reconnect with my roots because I think the origin, the country where you're born and it's part of who you are, your culture, you know, it's so important and um, yeah. And I wanted to say about the meditation as well. So I say to people, meditation can just be taking one conscious breath at a time. So when you just focus, take a deep breath in, breathing in love, breathing out love, that can change your entire energy. You don't have to sit for hours a day. And from what you're saying, you're bringing your meditation practices through throughout the day and whatever you're doing. So that's wonderful as well and could you please tell us about the tribe ripples because I know that was hugely successful as well
1: <laughs> okay so tribe um, let, let's you know let me put it this way when we started the soulful exploration or TSA as we call it right we did at that point of time when we started to price it, the price points came into picture. I still remember having this discussion with Pankara and saying, I don't know how many people are going to be able to afford. And here we are talking about the joy of serving. So are we going to just lose, uh, you know, the major chunk of people, we may never even cover them. We just spent our sleepless nights thinking, what are we going to do, right? Because at the end of the day, yes, you are running a business, right? We said, okay, let's do something. There are so many wonderful people who are, who are on similar journeys, who want to impact, who are uh, also, who also believe in, in in the joy of serving. We said, let's just start a confluence. Okay. We said, What's the confluence going to do? We said, very simple. This is about raising the levels of consciousness. How? We said, okay, let's let's include the six dimensions of wellness. Suddenly everything started to make sense. We did the confluence absolutely free because we knew the second wave had hit the world so badly. That's not the time to rip people. We said, this is going to continue. We thought it's going to be a one-off event. (laughs) That's what happened. But then the tribe started to grow. You know, that was the the mantra there was, let our tribe grow. And your vibe attracts your tribe. So we did the confluence. uh, 51 speakers, 18 countries 6 continents 24 hours we went non stop and i can't even tell you the goodness that we you know that uh, that we received from it the blessings that we received from it is something that one can never you you can never measure it so tribe ripples is a platform is more like a, a, a community that we started growing where people can join the community partake of the goodness that each one is there to offer. There are such wonderful healers, mindful meditation coaches there. There are are, are just people who are, you know, the HR professionals. There are doctors. There are authors. You know, you name the community, they're there. Why are they there? Simple, because everybody has a story for you. Everybody has a story that can impact you. Everyone has something to share. So what we do is we converted that entire community. We said, even if people want to not join, we said, come join us. If you want to do something through the community, tell us. So this, um, in fact, you know, the 29th Jan, we have wonderful, uh, uh, she's a music channeler. She's a cosmic voice artist, Rafaela Jilla. So she's going to be actually talking about love and eternal energy. Not talking. She's going to be singing. It's going to be an experiential session. So I want everybody to join it from wherever you are. It's it's beautiful. So we have this kind of goodness. I mean, where would you want to, you know? So every event is curated even there. So that's more like, you know, very loosely put, uh, Beverly, that would be a speaker's bureau. And my other company, I'm going to be starting the podcast. So... And Beverly has been a huge inspiration for me, believe me, for starting the podcast. I had procrastinated that for quite some time. I'm not doing it anymore. So she's been my huge push to start the podcast. So the podcasts are going to be bringing out stories of how people overcome their fears. So we are going to be, anything that we do is going to be a story, something that's going to inspire, something that is going to inspire people to take action, to move from what they're doing. So whether it's tribe ripples, whether it is the soulful exploration, whether it's for the podcast, whether it's the book, whether it's Unfear, everything is going to inspire each one of you to manifest your greatness. Not cliche again, I truly believe
0: each one of us can and will do it. Oh, that's wonderful. I had goosebumps when you were talking. (laughs) And um, I'm on the same wavelength as you. I believe the highest vibration and is being of service and it's our divine purpose so to wrap up people stop pros- procrastinating and join the tribe ripples and the soulful exploration and read um, anu's book and anu if there was one thing that you could do to change the world what would that be
1: me i would tell myself love more be compassionate be kind that is the only energy people will respond to so i try i'm a human being i'm i'm sure i have my faults uh, this is what i i i want to be in love i want to be love that's what i i i respond to that's what that's how i'm able to love myself even more so whether you are out on the streets, whether you're talking to anyone on the phone, whether you are coaching, you're healing, or you're working in a bank, you're just sitting by yourself, you just see somebody, smile, just connect with people in, in love. You just watch how that, that's going to create the ripple effect anyway, right? It starts and ends with us. Our scriptures in India tell us that everything starts and ends with you. There is nothing outside, right? So everything starts and ends with you. So it's, it's about us being responsible for somebody else. Or I know Ubuntu, how they say that, right? I am because we are. So I start to become responsible for everything that's happening around me. So then it's about being in love every moment, vibrating at that love energy that creates, nourishes and nurtures. What a beautiful
0: world, no? <laughs> what a beautiful uh-huh. world. <laughs> that's beautiful that's um that, that resonates for me because that's my wish as well so dear listeners start falling in love with yourself and be in the love energy look at people in love and connect with the universe because we're living in a beautiful planet beautiful earth so on that note thank you beautiful love goddess and I look forward to following you your podcasts and your tribe thank you very much for giving thank up you. your time thank you
1: each one of you for being part of this and i hope managed to do at least touch your hearts a little bit just be in love like beverly said and thank you beverly i would want you to shine more with what you're doing it's, it's been such a pleasure chatting with you thank you thank you so much